This is a Quizball Cast, episode 58G, 2009 Chicago Open Trash Tournament Mirror, round 9 between unrestricted free agents and Meth Lab for Cutie. In college, this man's playing time was limited because of his conflict with his coach, Alvin Dobby Julian, though his team defeated Oklahoma to win a national title thanks to the great play of George Kafton. After being, passed, after being passed over in the draft by the team he wanted to play for, which instead picked Charlie Sher, he was drafted by the Blackhawks, though he refused to play for them. Later in life, this man serves as the first head of the NBA Players Association, and in the 1969-1970 season, he goes to Cincinnati Royals. This man's retirement drew a congratulatory wire from, the pres- from President Kennedy, and he holds an NBA record with 19 assists in sing- a single half. He won his only MVP award in 1957 and 1958. Was the last time he lost a playoff series as his team proceeded to win the next five NBA titles. For 10 points, name this point guard known as the Houdini of the Hardwoods. Kuzi. Yeah. I only coached. Bonus. This group never released his concept album after Quiz Bowl, The Pornography of Despair, for 10 points each. Name this English group led by Matt Johnson, whose better-known releases include Soul Mining and Mind Bomb. Soul Mining and Mind Bomb? Mind Bomb featured guest vocals by this Irish singer best known for her hit Nothing Compares to You. Oh, it's Sinead O'Connor? Yeah, O'Connor. Yeah. This man was the main guitarist on Mind Bomb. He joined the Cribs in 2008, having earlier released the album Boom Slang with his group The Healers. No, I don't. Satriani. Johnny Marr. Uh, Tells it two. The original version of this work attempts to pass such hilarious rhymes as doings with ruins and appears with needs, before closing with a priest cast into a fire. The instrumental that closes the song is highly similar to a later instrumental from the same album, Rat Salad, and is known as Luke's Wall. The lyrics of this song discuss a, pa- a class of power minds who will be made to crawl on their knees, begging mercies for their sins, which include treating people just like pawns and chess. Okay, more pigs. Yeah, I had it at the Black Swall. I'm like, that's Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath song. What the fuck is it called? Great song. She played a journalist who survives the plane crash in the movie Six Days, Seven Nights, which she okay. played Marin Frist on a recent ABC series for 10 points each. Name this actress who also played the principal female character Winifred in the film Why the Dog. This is Anne Hage, right? Yeah. Anne Hage? Yes. Uh, H currently appears as the ex wife of Tom yeah. James character Tom, Ray Draker Tom, on this Tom. TV series. Hage starred as Dr. Sterling on this 2001 independent film, which featured Christina Ricci as the depressed central character. Answer? Mary. It's Prozac Nation. Toss up three. He was expelled from Yale Law School after shooting the roof lights off a police car with a shotgun while on drugs. And while he was an undergrad at Yale, he wrote an unpublished novel under the direction of Robert Penn Warren. More recently, he worked with Christian Williams to create a program about a newspaper based on the Washington Post, Capital News, and also created a show in which Ed O'Neill starred as a detective in New York. In addition to having created Big Apple, he is more he's now de- developing a show set in the 1970s, Last of the Ninth. While his recent products include... Uh, projects include one set in Imperial Beach, California, in which Mitch Yost, an Asian surf- 
for it was played by Bruce Greenwood. For 10 points, name this creator of the ill-fated John from Cincinnati, better known for his HBO program set. Lachiko? Set in the 19th century South Dakota, yeah. Deadwood. David Milch. Curses. I always mix them up. Daniel and NYPD Blue. Toss up four. Okay. One book featuring these people includes Simon Rushdie's The East is Blue, as well as essays by John Waters and Lou Reed. Like Ian Gittler's early, earlier coffee table book that work uh, collects photos of them taken by Timothy Greenfield Saunders. People involved in this profession include Jake Deckers, Megan Malone, and Morgan Lane. Are the subjects of Loop4.com, though that site is actually owned by Taylor Rain, another member of this profession. A member of this profession fronts the. Porn star? Yeah. Is that 15? No. One of these two opponents unique to this group is the Apple wearing Kid Quick, who doesn't really have any special abilities for 10 points each. Name this arcade game that ends with a bout against WVBA champion Mr. Sandman. Uh, so this is Punch-Out. Yeah. Punch-Out. Yeah. The other fighter unique uh, to the Punch-Out arcade game is this Italian, whose special move is the grab you. What's up with that? Oh, look at that. It's not Mike Tyson. Uh, so, uh, shut up. Uh, this is... Um, uh, Hanson? Mr. Cream. Pizza Pasta. Pizza Pasta. Punch-Out's minor circuit cam- champion is Bald Bull who hails from this nation. A popular internet video shows a real-life boxer from this country repeatedly knocking out four or five would-be assailants on a street corner. Uh, so that bull, he... I'm supposed to be American, like... America. America? Turkey. Oh, right. That was... Oh, delightfully ten points. Oh, that was ten. Okay. Pizza pasta, right? All right, pizza. Who plays the arcade version of Punch-Out? Um... Toss up five. For the last 37 seasons, this team's play-by-play man has been Le Corbusier descendant R.J. Ginerat. One group of players associated with this franchise formed around the top pick of the 1970 draft and consisted of Rick Martin, Rene Robert, and the aforementioned Gilbert Perrault. One memorable incident affecting that group centers on the so-called fog game during which the slaying of a bat supposedly doomed the cup chances of the French connection. This team was the victim of the so-called no-goal by Brett Holt. This is like... uh Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. Let's say hockey. I heard the French connection. Yeah. Is that power? No. no. I mean, that person. Uh, name the following players involved in a blockbuster baseball trade a few years back for 10 points each. These two sports, uh, these two sport, this two sport athlete came up as an infielder with the Cardinals for whom he hit a home run to win game four of the 1996 NLDS. He later spent in, spent time in right field for the Braves. Is that the, what's his name, the, the yeah. cowboy? Yeah, Deion Sanders? Who else no, 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 no. Two sport athletes. Sanders? Uh, Brian Jordan. Oh, This okay. cork, corkscrewing lefty became the first player ever to win a postseason game with no regular season wins in 1999. He had several good seasons for the Dodgers despite his similarity to teammates Omar Dahl, but was uh, released by the Nationals before the, this season. Is that Odell's Penny? No, he's a lefty. He's a penny's right. Yeah. I have Adalas Perez. Okay. Answer? Perez. Yeah. Brian Jordan and Adalas Perez were uh, traded from the Braves to the Dodgers for this Balco enhanced uh, itinerant outfielder. Yeah. He hit his 500th home <laughs> run fit with the Mets yeah. earlier this year. Yes. True enough. Oh, yeah. Alright, uh, so that is. Fun. 
Toss up six. William Mopother plays a hotel clerk in this film. And less Minority Report. Power. Jesus. That's Tom Cruise, right? Yeah. Also, it's so. Con- no, I mean, William Mopother's in the name of Tom Cruise, right? No, it's his cousin. Oh, it's his okay. cousin. Yeah. Well, was yeah. it Tom Wapathy? Tom Wapathy. Not much you can do about that. Uh, he can't consummate his marriage to Xandir, costing him the health insurance he needs for 10 points each. I invite this character from Drawn Together, a profane pig based both on internet animation and the party boy reality show archetype. Oh, is it uh, Spanky? Okay. Spanky. Yeah, Sam Devine plays Spanky, one of these seven dorks. <laughs> one of the seven dorks who rescued by the titular Snow White knockoff in the 2007 Sydney White. Sydney was played by this all that veteran. Oh, right, the Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. Yeah. Uh, George McFarlane played Spanky in this series of shorts. Spanky was the brains of the titular group, bossing around Alfalfa and Buckwheat. Our gang, you little rascals. Yeah. Uh, so that's three. Wow. 45. What's Spanky doing? Um, toss up seven. On the album Ghetto Superstar by Proz, this woman appears in a skit asking to do a guest spot on a future song because she just learned to play two chords on the kalimba. The title character of her family opera tries to reconcile with his father Eddie and talks to the imaginary Rastafarian, Zugi. Besides Romulus Hunt, uh, she's the vocalist on Will Power's Kissing with Confidence, while Devoted to You and You Belong to Me appear on her album Boys in the Trees. The addressee of her best-known song flies to Saratoga and Nova Scotia... Carly Simon. Yes. Um, the song is about me. That's, that's I do indeed. In this episode, in the episode The Nap of Seinfeld, George Steinbrenner tries to remember the title of the song from the album In the Heat of the Night. For 10 points each, name the song in which the singer states, Your love is like a tidal wave. Okay. Heartbreaker? Uh, yeah. The Heartbreaker was a hit for this single, a singer who also released Love is a Battlefield. Benatar. In 1980, Benatar released a, s- a song about child abuse that features her telling kids to tell grandma you fell off the swing, as well as the poignant lyric, they cry in the dark so you can't see their tears. Wow. Gee. <laughs> my, my knowledge up to now is all hand from Seinfeld. Nah. Answer. My knowledge up to now has been nothing. Hell is the children. Okay. That's not a good message. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hell is four children. <laughs> 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 My kids keep fucking me. Hell is other children. <laughs> okay. Um, How is the children? Toss up eight. Eight volumes of a lengthy chronicle of this entity have been written by Kevin Starr, the most recent of which covers the period from 1950 to 1963. A book by Mark Raz and Rick Wartsman describes cotton magnate James G. Boswell, who is the so-called king of this entity. Geologist Aldridge Moores appears in a book by John McPhee, who is titled Assembling This. While a young Nick Nolte starred as an auto mechanic named Buzz in a movie in which Martin Sheen starred as the driver of a hot rod car named for this kind of kid. This geographical name titles albums by Wilson Phillips and American Music um, Club and songs by Belinda Carlisle and Phantom Planet, the latter of which announces Here We Come. That work was used as the title song for the OC. For 10 points... California. (laughs) 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 (laugh
Answer the following about people who have made a surprisingly common mistake for 10 points each. Both the hooker-loving Max Mosley and this other embattled man have been criticized for mistakes like mismanaging the British Grand Prix. He's the current CEO of Formula One. Oh, oh my god. god. It's like I said that Nazi thing. Hitler was... Hitler got things done. I don't know. Answer? Smith. Bernie Ecclestone. This man covered Bob Dylan's songs out on his recent Dylan-esque, but is better known as the lead singer of Roxy Music. Oh, crap. What the heck? Uh, answer. Smith. Brian Ferry. Um... Uh, both Ecclestone and uh, Ferry got in hot water for doing this. Ferry did it in the context of discussing imagery and iconography, Hitler. while Ecclestone was discussing an ability to get things done. Marge Schott also did it, claiming it uh, all just went downhill at the end. So, like, like praising Hitler, praising Hitler? Yeah. <laughs> Depending on Nazis. Or- Marge Schott was the dumbest. Hitler was underrated. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, toss up nine. One character in this series compared himself, herself to Mary Magdalene before she gave someone a hand job. The opening credits for this show include images such as a decomposing fox and a Venus flytrap eating a frog. True blood. Oh, that's right. The, oh, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, it's, it's really vivid. Yeah. As Wikipedia's 1993 in television page indicates, 1993 was a banner year for the medium, for 10 points each. February 9, 1993 will forever live in America's memory as the day Raymond Simone and Monique joined the cast of this show, whose title figure was played by Mark Curry. Oh, it's <laughs> Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Is that what it's called? Okay. Okay. Hanging Hang- with Mr. Cooper? Yeah. I'm sorry, it's Hanging with Mr. Cooper. <laughs> no points. <laughs> <laughs> this sitcom premiered in August and would run for five seasons. It starred Queen Latifah and Kim Fields among its six central characters. Okay. Living single? Yeah. Alas, 1993 is also responsible for bringing this dreadful show into the world. It's put upon characters include Maxwell Sheffield, played oh, yeah. by the Charles nanny. Shaughnessy in his three. The so, Nanny. The Nanny. It's not like that bad. It's okay. Yeah. It's not like her being whiny the whole time. One song by this name was the final single from Limp Bizkit's Chocolate uh, Starfish and Hot Dog Flavored Water. And this is also the name of the second album by Usher. Another song of this name begins, Oh, the heat is on and my back's against the wall, and appeared on the Crazy Nights album by Kiss. Another song of this name takes its melody from a work inspired by a breakup with singer France Gall. That song was written by Claude Francois. The best-known so- song of this name began with the singer saying, and now the end is My way. Franz Gall? Mm. What song is this? Frank Sinatra, I Wanted My Way. This song, correct, uh, yeah, this song correctly notes that just because a record has a groove doesn't make it in the groove. For 10 points each, name the song attributed to a jazz legend that opens up the claim music is a world unto itself. Um, Sir Duke. Oh, yeah. Sir Duke was a hit single from this artist's triple album, Songs in the Key of Life. Did you wonder? Yeah. Uh, two songs before Sir Duke on Songs in the Key of Life is the synthesized string quartet driven track about a place where robbers laugh and steal and broken glasses everywhere. It was sampled by Warren G to create a similarly titled song. Uh, 
Village Ghetto Land. Okay. So that is. And score check I have um, 165 to 85. Yep. Cool. Uh, toss up 11. An Emma Roberts song titled after one of these people contrasts being one of them with being an angel or a beauty. A comic book incarnation of one of these people leads Julia Verdin. Um, is buried alive by the mob, but emerges as a superhero in a series that begins with Sleep of the Just. An animated show about these people features characters like the pirate-themed Tibor the Terrible, Penny Plutonium, and Ricochet, while uh, Troy Gentile plays the younger version of one in a recent movie in which Ignacio becomes one to support him. Mexican wrestler. Sonambulo. Is that from what? Nacho? Not, not That's one thing, and then before that was um, uh, Lucha, uh, Mucha Lucha, and before that was Somnambulo. Oh, okay. This Oregonian publishing house was founded by Mike Richardson and published Conan and the Alien vs. Predator comics for 10 points each. Uh, name this publisher, which is also responsible for endless Star Wars comics. I think it's Dark Horse. Okay. Dark Horse? Yeah. Uh, Dark Horse published a series based on this organization from the Hellboy universe. Works about it include Hollow Earth and the Universal Machine. BPRD. Dark Horse also published The Escapist, a series created by the this novelist of Gentlemen of the Road and the story collection Werewolves and Their Youth. Shabon. It's 30. <laughs> Break that one. I was once walking through a, a parking garage in Berkeley where they had BPD on the wall, and I just wanted to get something right in an R. <laughs> Toss up 12. Yeah. yeah. Uh, warning. Two answers required. Essex Johnson has the sixth most yards accumulated of any player to fill this position for this team, and Paul Robinson had the first 1,000-yard uh, season in this position in 1968 despite sharing it with Jess Phillips. Kenny Watson was the third-string player in this position last season and put up 50 <laughs> Uh, running back for Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah. How? Um, wait, where was I? Kenny Watson. Watson. Last season. Third string. Third string. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's well. Okay. 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 So. Oh, are you Kenny Watson somewhere else? So that was you? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Your bills? Um... This basketball team has made the Elite Eight twice in this decade, losing to Kansas in 2002 and eventually champion, an eventual champion Florida in 2007 for 10 points each. Name this university whose basketball team is coached by Ernie Kent. Oregon. No, wait. Ernie Kent. Okay, okay. Sorry. Oregon. Yeah, this diminutive Houston Rockets point guard played for the Oregon Brooks. Ducks. Yes. This point guard, who would be an NBA All-Star in 1996 and 1997, is the University of Oregon's single-season scoring leader, Averaging 26.6 points per game in 1990 to 1991. Huh. Oh, Glenn Robinson? No, he went to Boundary of Nevada in California. In another episode, a scientist at Leyland University was poisoned, and it happened that the victim's ex-wife, Sophie Miller, was one of the psychiatrists, once the psychiatrist of this show's title figure. The pilot episode features 
featured the murder of a golf pro's wife and a doctor and introduced us to such characters as Kimball Cho and Grace Van Pelt, who work in a unit run by Teresa Lisbon. We also learned about the dastardly Red John, a serial killer who murdered the wife and daughter... The Mentalist? That's what I love that show. In honor of a recent enigmatic thread proposed by the less famous Ethan, answer the following about the filmography of Catherine Hegel for 10 points each. Hegel stars opposite James Martin in this 2008 romantic comedy about Hegel's collection of bridesmaids made. 27 dresses? Yeah. 27 dresses? Yeah. Hegel played Princess Irene in a movie that shares its title with a 1954 Janet Leigh film. Both movies are based on a long-running Hal Forrester comic strip. Prince Valiant? Okay. Prince Valiant? Yeah. Uh, this film, which attempted to subvert a SAG rule, starred Catherine Hegel and was ironically hailed for its record-breaking box office draw of $30. Hegel's Marissa tries to bury Tom Sizemore's Joey on the titular thoroughfare. Zizix Road? It's 30 $30 at the box office? Nice. Yeah, I guess they, they were just trying to of some sort. It's also alphabetically last. In one of his works, Alan Benny debate a sign inspired by Dante, while in another, the irritated witch Jill tries to return a blouse that shrinks in the wash. Besides the plays Abandon All Hope and All Cotton, a song penned by this man sees the singers having blue eyed groupies and an Indian guru thought. Shell Silverstein. Yes, power. Stone. For 10 points each, name these books written by, for, and about degenerate gamblers. Mike Caro, or Caro, um, yeah. contributed to this book's draw poker chapter and wrote a section that deals with statistics and probabilities. It also contains a short biography of the primary author, Doyle Brinson. How to win at poker? Okay, sure. How to win at poker? Uh, it's super system. Super system. Mm. This book, written by Edward O'Thorpe and subtitled The Winning Strategy for the Game of 21, contains uh, charts that outline Thorpe's 10 count system used to gain an advantage in blackjack. Educated guess. Counting cards. All right, counting cards. Beat the dealer. <laughs> uh, most casinos own copies of this publication, which contains photographs and descriptions of people who have been caught cheating. Michael Russo and James Grossjean. Uh, sued the company that produces it for defamation. Rogues Gallery? <laughs> Rogues Gallery. It's a Griffin book. So Griffin book? Okay. Wow, that's a pretty hardcore. Uh, Toss-up 15. One song on this album depicts life at a crib where the speaker watches Ed Norton, Ted Knight, and Mr. Ed on TV. It includes the bold claim, I got the ladies of the 80s from here to White Castle. In another track on this album, the speaker claims that he flies around the world but it makes him nauseous and uh, asserts, I got a girl in a castle and one in the pagoda. You know, I got rhymes like Abe the Goda. Another track on this album is with a piano player getting punched in the face and begins, Now here's a little story I gotta tell about three bad brothers you know. So License to ill. Yes. Good job. Like Abe the Yeah, oh, we're going to be some more slime. They would. And notice that I said there is no reason for fear because I feel so secure when we're together you get my life direction. For 10 points each, name this song a number one hit from 1985 which appeared on the album Wheels Are Turning. 1985. Blame it on the rain. I can't fight this. Fear. 
Oh, Can't Fight This Feeling was a smash success for this American band whose other hits include Take It on the Run and Keep on Loving You. Arias Speedwagon. Uh, perhaps the most cryptic Speedwagon album was a 1978 uh, release whose title announces you can tune a piano but you can't do this. According to Wikipedia, sandwiches of this type are popular and are a cost-effective source of nutrition. What of this type? Said either. Sand. Sanders. Sand. What is this word? Sandwiches. Sandwiches. Uh, Rubens something. Um, Please, something. Speedy and Jack. Uh, it's tuna. Tuna fish. You can tune a piano, but you can't oh. tune a fish. Okay. Oh. Sure I'm He started as a, as psychiatrist Zach Riley, who meets a schizophrenic played by Ian McKellen. After going to work at a mental institution named Millwood, in the film never was. On TV, he played Frank, the boyfriend of Laura Linney's Charlotte in the final season of Frasier. This BYU graduate's role include the villain Rethrick and Paycheck, while in Alan Ball's film Towelhead, this actor played Mr. Vuoso, a man who sexually abused the film's 13-year-old Arab American protagonist. Eckhart. Oh, yes, that's right. What's up? Aaron Eckhart. It's a towel head. Yeah. I just saw it just confused. Answer the following about programming, which appears on the Food Network for 10 points. Oh, God. Ted Allen, who was once a queer eye for the straight guy, hosts hosts this cooking elimination competition in which chefs prepare an appetizer, entree, and dessert. It's got your Uh, fire chef. No, no, no. Is it like Top Chef? It's got Top Chef. This is... Answer? Uh, wheel and Deedle. Chopped. Chopped. Uh, this cook, who is also the food editor for Good Morning America, has hosted such food network programs as Cooking Live, while her more recent work involves advice on week and weeknight meals. It's like uh, Rachel Ray, because in 30-minute meals advice on weekend. Okay, Rachel Ray? Sarah Moulton. Sorry. This reality show, which is set in Baltimore, centers on Baker Duff Golden. Or is, is it called Ace of Cakes, or is yeah, it called... Yeah. Ace of Cakes? Yes. Okay. Because it's Charm City Cakes is the place. I yeah, it's the place. seventeen. One of these found in Hungary, Hungary is known as hiding many leaves, leaves and features sour cherries, while one of these, which is popular in Bulgaria, is known as tarator and includes yogurt. A Korean version which employs cucumbers is known as nangkuk. Green onions, cucumbers, and hard-boiled eggs, dill, and sometimes ham appear in a Russian version of this known as okroshka, uh, which is sometimes... Uh, topped with bitter mustard. A chef who worked at New York's Ritz Carlton, Louis uh, Diot, is often credited with inventing one version of which generally includes potatoes, onions, cream, and pureed leeks. A better known Iberian version of it is based on tomatoes. For 10 points, name this kind of refreshing summer meal, varieties of which include Vichy Soise, Soup, uh, Prompt. Stew, I mean. Tomatoes? No, I'm like fine. Uh, and despacho. Yeah. Are you looking for cold soup? Cold uh, soup. Yeah, it's a prompt. Yeah. Um, so, my guess that's next. Okay. Um, answer the following about caddies for 10 points each. Steve Williams caddies for this man, who you may know as the best golfer in the world. Tiger Woods. Thanks. Okay. Uh, this man preceded Stevie as Tiger's caddy, oh. but now it's works full time for Jim Frick. His ridiculous mustache is the source of his nickname, Fluff. No, it's Fluff something. 
Please track of the candidates. That is true. Um, I don't know. Answer. Adams. Uh, Mark Cowan. Um, oh. This most prominent female caddy worked for Nick Faldo throughout the 90s and is currently employed by Henrik Stenson. Yeah, that woman. This is just ridiculous. I've seen her before. I've seen Henrik Stenson play golf. Yeah. Answer. Uh, uh, it's Fanny Sinison. Oh my god, these. 18. This player's freshman year saw him win his conference rookie of the year over Lul Deng, partly by posting a steal total uh, second only to Muggsy Bogus in his school's history. As a um, sophomore, he was suspended for the semifinals of his conference tournament after punching Julius Hodges. Paul. Yes. Power. Chris Paul. 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 Chris there's no problems, only solutions, and I'm just sitting here doing time. For ten points each, name the song in which the singer is no longer writing on the merry-go-round because he just had to let it go. Oh, no longer writing on the merry-go-round. It's something Brett likes. <laughs> I can't this. Uh, Answer? No. So, Watching the Wheels. Watching the Wheels is one of several singles from the album on which it appears shortly before the disturbing Yoko Ono burlesque song Yes, I'm your angel. Half a million dollars was recently paid for a copy of this album signed by Mark David Chapman. Oh, oh uh, what's his, like, the, like, uh, it's, it's his solo album, so. John Lennon, that's so Like, the piece, it's like the... Devil Fantasy. I don't mind. Uh, the second track on Devil Fantasy is this other Yoko song, which seems to ask for many of the titular entities. Though it says that just one of them will do. It ends with a horrifying sound collage that probably contains recordings of several Ono orgasms. Oh my god. What a like, piece of toilet paper. I'm horrified, yet somehow not surprised yeah. at all. Yeah. We get no. that's this right, answer. Answer? No. Okay. Kiss, kiss, kiss. One will do. Okay. Yoko, you're not a musician. It's pretty bad. So no one wants to listen to conceptual art. Go back in time and like John Yoko meet or something. That's of 19. A 1991 remake of this film was directed by Peter Sellers and written by the unlikely trio of John C- Joan Cusack, Mikhail Baryshnikov, and Peter Gallagher, who also starred in it. That film renamed the title character Ramirez, while minimalist uh, composer John Moran uh, created a 1997 opera based on this uh, film, which used the original title. In the same year this film was made, its creators also collaborated on the film Genuine, The Tragedy of a Strange House, which is much less successful. This film is narrated by a man named Francis who works with his girlfriend Jane to investigate a series of murders in the village of Holstenwall, a 1947 book which traces the psychological history of German film and was written by Siegfried Krakauer. Captain and Dr. Caligari. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> wow, Siegfried Krakauer coming up. Peter Stoker. Varishnikov? Uh, name these recent ensemble films for 10 points each. Okay. Uh, among this interwoven sto- uh, the interwoven stories in this film are Colin getting picked up for a reverse gangbang in a Wisconsin bar, having traveled to Wisconsin more or less expressly for that purpose. It also features Billy Bob Thornton as President of the United States. Love Actually. Love Actually. 
This 2006 film uh, consists of 18 loosely connected short films, each set in a different arrondissement of the title city. Uh, Highlights include Steve Buscemi getting his ass kicked in the subway. Yeah. Paris Jatem? Yeah. This James Foley-directed film stars Jude Sikolila, Alan Arkin, Ed Harris, and Al Pacino, who is, uh, who is owned a Cadillac car and dislikes people named Patel. Oh, that's in that, that's Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Oh. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Yeah. Remember that. That's right. Good guy. Guys, people named yeah. Patel never buy houses. Yeah. 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 A Danish artist who plays this instrument has released such albums as 1986 here or there, uh, and has recorded for Blue Note with his brother Chris. In addition to Niels Landoki, another artist who played this instrument was Horace Parlon, who recorded the duet of album Going Home with Archie Shep, and contributed to an album which features Fables of Fabaus, Fabus, uh, Mingus A Um. Yet another artist who played this instrument released such albums as Facing You and Staircase during the 1970s. That artist was part of the American Quartet with Dewey Redman, which released such albums as Treasure Island. In addition to Keith Jarrett, this instrument was played by a man who led the orchestra and founded Saturn Records, the mysterious Sun Ra. For 10 points, name this instrument, which was also mastered by the artists of Round Midnight, Thelonious Monk. Saxophone? No. Oh, the worst name in turn. Okay. Uh, not to mention Vladimir Horowitz. Whoops. Piano? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well. Uh, I thought it was a second. <laughs> now I know he's not. Name these people who write for the New York Times for 10 points each. This current professor at Florida International University writes the terrible Think Again blog on Mondays. His book, Save the World on Your Own Time, recently appeared. He won the second Pulitzer in 2006 for his coverage of Darfur. He collaborated with his wife on the book China Wakes, and his recent columns include Is Rape Serious? Christoph? He used to be the chief drama critic for the Times before uh, starting to write a Sunday op-ed and denounced the Bush administration the greatest story ever sold. Yeah, I read that book. It was Frank Rich. It's 30. He has all the cover where he's talking about how he's the stage critic. Score unrestricted free agents 275, Meth Lab for Cutie 255.